0: and welcome to the IndraTulia Podcast. Today, I'm back with a special guest, John Denny, to talk about thought viruses. So we got into thought viruses a little bit during the affirmation episode, but as we decided, it would be really cool to dive deep into this topic. So the idea of thought viruses was introduced to me by Lorimer Mosley and David Butler through the book Explain Pain. And they define it as a thought which indicates extreme danger in you and can be expressed amongst your senses, the things you say, and the things you think and believe. So I did some more research and actually found out that Dr. David Coppola did some work and defined it as subconscious patterns that become ingrained in our being. John, great to have you back on the show.
1: I, I love this concept, you know, and you you actually introduced it to me for the first time during the last podcast. And it's such a great way to describe how our thoughts react in our bodies because every thought has a physical manifestation. When we think of thought, something happens in our being and it's such a great way to look at it. And, you know, so every thought is a virus. And so how are we, you know, what, what exactly are we thinking and how is our body responding?
0: Right. And so in my experience working as a performance physical therapist in professional sports and elsewhere, the thought viruses that I've heard, the negative thought viruses that I've heard are things such as, I'm not getting any better. I'll always be in pain. It's not improving. So what are, what are some of the thought viruses, both positive and negative, that you've heard in your practice?
1: Well, the biggest, the biggest one I see is when somebody says, yeah, you know, can you help me with my bad back? You know, and you, you pointed this out last time. Can I help you reestablish health? Yes. Can I help you with your bad back? I, I don't know if I can do that or not. But the idea is this reestablishment. So if I'm focusing on the bad back, I can really keep my bad back going. So I, I told you the last time, years ago, when my back would go out, I would get in such fear and so many negative thought viruses, I could keep that bad back in pain for two weeks at a time. Where now. I replace those thought viruses and I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. Yes. My back hurts, but I'm, I'm getting back to health right now. Everything's going fine. And I find that I can get that initial lockup of my back to let go in 24 hours rather than maybe two weeks sometimes. Right. right. And and I believe that's a direct result to the thoughts I'm thinking, you know, what are the thought viruses? Are they continuing my ailment or are they helping get rid of it? Right.
0: And with what you said during our last episode in affirmation and also what you're repeating now, this idea that you can also affirm a positive thought virus. So with the bad back, if you affirm, I'm improving every day, I'm getting more limber, I'm getting stronger, that's a thought virus too. And you know, that's that's a unique spin on it because usually when we talk about thought viruses and even in this definition I'm looking at, it's negative. Well,
1: I liked when I was looking over your notes for this show and you said, let's talk about thought vaccines, you know, and really those are the positive thoughts because, you know, our our, every thought is going to manifest in our body. So every thought is a virus. So I want the love virus. I want the health virus. I want the abundance virus. I want the viruses which are going to be creating my emotional well-being.
0: When I was with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, the uh performance based physical therapist that did more of the workouts especially with the rehab group he used to joke and he would say oh he's got the episodic i don't even know what he really meant when he said that but he was referring to when the athlete they were coming off the injury they were in the training room and i had to get them mentally back on track and say look we're getting better and then they get in the gym and then they start working out and then all of a sudden the player can't get out of the gym and he would joke and said oh he's got the episodic and then they become Really obsessed with working out and improving all these parts of their game and these other areas that they weren't paying attention to before because they were stuck in competition. And so I don't know why that, that word episodic just came to my mind, but it's almost like a virus. You know, you got a positive virus. Right.
1: And that is a, that's a great way to look at it. You know, we, we talked about this kind of too. Viruses feed upon themselves. Maybe you just get one and then it multiplies and multiplies and suddenly you got this problem. Well, thought viruses are very similar. and, And I call it looping thoughts or recurring thoughts. But these are the thoughts that really start to become our reality i talked about it before but it's it's levels you know those fleeting thoughts the ones that come in and leave and you don't really give it much idea you don't have to worry about those too much and we all have them you know those and they can be the horrible ones the murderous thoughts the suicidal thoughts these thoughts that they they we don't hold on to them they come in they go out however the ones that we go in and then we talked about this levels of manifestation i think about it and then I talk about it, and then I share it, and you know I, I bring it through these levels and make
0: it more and more real as I think about it over and over. The quote that you said in the last one: "The usual conversation leads to
1: ill health." Yeah, that's a that's a scary, scary thought. Charles Fillmore said, "If you're going to talk about a bad stomach, it's going to create a bad stomach." And he says the usual conversation among people creates ill health. And that's because of the words we're using. That's because of the thought viruses that we're implementing, really. So as I went through this chapter, I realized now we have to implement that thought vaccine. No, no, no. I am perfect health. That is my natural condition. That is where I'm going back to. You know, you think about when you cut your arm. It literally heals by itself unless we mess with it somehow. This natural process works. However, if I want to sit there and I, and I and I am poking at my cut every day and I'm like, heal, 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 you know, it's not going to happen.
0: Right. And that's a great correlative to the individual I'm working with that's, oh, I'm not getting better. I, I've been doing all your exercises, Dave. My shoulder's not feeling better. It's not, it's not looser. And they're affirming it. And it's almost like the affirmation is a positive thought virus, right? Yes. As a matter of
1: fact, it is the only way that we can reestablish our health is is by implementing those positive thought viruses
0: and, you know really this is almost like a part two to the affirmation episode and i think that's great because it's such a huge concept we're talking about thoughts what you know what what could be more important to talk about besides a few things so Let's get a little deeper if that's okay with you. Let's make this personal to you and I a little bit to, to share with people how, how they can think about this process. What are some of the prevailing thought viruses, one positive, one negative, that has played in your life?
1: Okay. The competitive mindset versus the creative. So I believe the competitive mindset is a negative thought virus. I need to win. I need to compete. You know, I need to win and someone else needs to lose. The whole the whole mental mindset of competition is a negative thought virus. And for anybody who has a little bit of empathy to win, they know someone else has to lose. So as soon as we can shift to the positive thought virus of the creative, imaginative mind and really start to Perform at our highest level. Winning then just becomes a bonus because we are literally becoming the best we can be at any given time. And and that's that's how I think when we move to that creative mindset, that is the most positive thought virus we can use. And getting out of that competitive win lose.
0: How have you transformed from the competitive to the creative? You know, I'll use a ping pong idea. Okay,
1: so uh, when uh. When I first started implementing this stuff about, I guess it's 2002, 2003, and, and I'm, I was playing ping pong with this guy, and I was realizing it was all about winning and losing. And I was losing, and I was getting pissed, and I was having the temper tantrums and hitting the ball, and, and I was walking to get the ball, and I think it was, the score was 17-19, and I'm, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I'm not having fun, he's not having fun you know, what good is this? So I said, why don't you try the technique that you learned this summer from that doctor? So I did the reset breath. I took a nice breath and I said, thank you. I'm even here playing ping pong. And I went to that next point and it was the most tension-free, in the zone ping pong point I had ever played. And I hit this beautiful backhand winner and I was like, whoa, you know, something just switched physically. The tension's gone. Well, I went on to win that game 23 to 21, but a big shift happened. It suddenly wasn't about winning and losing. It was about the next point. It was about being in the moment and just enjoying this next rally. So I didn't have a big celebration when I won. I had this big aha moment. Like, whoa, I just got myself in the zone by this simple technique that I teach. And that was, that, I came back from that trip and I'm just like, whoa, I can teach this to anybody right now. I know how to go from an emotional full-on temper tantrum to getting myself back in the zone and winning the game. It was unbelievable. And so you regulated and you did it quickly and then you, you won. Right. Right. And again, winning had less matter. I created myself back into the moment. The only thing that was going through my mind during those last few points was, whoa, I've got myself in the zone. The next point, the next shot, the next hit of that ball, that was the only thing that mattered. It was just playing unconscious ping pong. You know, it was unbelievable. And then I've had people translate that same technique into every sporting event.
0: That's where we have to spread, right? We have to teach people how to quickly regulate and how to reframe and and get creative rather than competitive, right? I was telling Ryan Sheriff that yesterday. I hope he's cool with me just talking, but you know, we, we talk a lot. Sheriff's been on the on the show. He'll be back on it. He's doing great things. He got a save a few days ago. So I was talking to him about this idea of quickly resetting. If the, the radar gun didn't show hundred miles an hour, don't let that thought virus spread. Oh no, I'm not throwing hard enough. No, be in the moment. Look at, look at what you just did. Look at how you're gripping the ball right here. And now the presence, the here and now you, you taught me John about the here and now being present, being present. And I've done a little headspace too, but <laughs> you, you allowed me, you, t- you told me to t- test it out. And when I did the headspace, one thing he talked about, it's no different than what you talk about, although you take it further, in my opinion, with the harmony exercise, talking about noting. Well, he he says just note the thought that's coming in. Well, that's great when you're meditating, but John, what we're talking about when we do our version of meditation and then some we're talking about regulating throughout the entire day throughout your entire life like you said it's a way of life right
1: it's learning to stay present now here's here's something to remember all stress or or you know 99% of stress either comes from the future or the past it's either man i'm worried you know i'm trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future am i going to win or lose okay that's the worst thought we can think of or it comes from the past. I shoulda, woulda, coulda. And when we get in either of those mindsets, either future tripping or shoulda, woulda, coulda, then that creates tremendous stress on our cardiac system, our, our, our entire body now. You know, and that's what the skills we teach, the reset breath, the harmony exercise, all these things get you into the here and now, the present moment. And that's where we perform at our best right. all the time future tripping that's that's the that's the king of uh, you know that's the king of stress there it'll be better when you know I'll be happy when I win man when I win that championship I be...
0: I gotta have to win back my my losing I have to gamble back and get back to even right right
1: there you go you know or or I'll be happy when you know that's I'll be happy when is means I'm not happy now and I probably never will be
0: is every thought the same? Is every thought of my back hurts and my back hurts, my back hurts, my back hurts, my back hurts. Every thought is slightly different. Oh, yeah. And what's the the right type of tone when I say I am perfect health, I am perfect harmony now? The tone is a
1: tone of truth, of calm, of peace. So it's not of a statement of belief where I'm just saying, you know, I am perfect health. So something that I talk about a lot is affirmative prayer versus petitionary prayer. And we always think about people praying, oh, God, please help me. You know, I got this situation. Please help me. Well, what we want to do is we want to affirm the things we want and then be grateful for them. And, I, you know, we, I know we come from different religious backgrounds, but basically affirmative prayer is like this. I am perfect health. Thank you. You know, and so I am stating the thought virus I want, and then I'm being grateful for it. The important thing is we're grateful for it. And then that starts to become our foundational reality.
0: And so we're talking about harnessing these affirmations. We're calling the affirmation a thought vaccine, right? To break through negative thought vi- viruses. So you you have to harness these thought vaccines.
1: Okay, let's, let's go with this analogy for a second. Look at Look at the pharmaceutical world, okay? if you got anger problems, what do they give you? Lithium, you know, something like that. You remember? And if you got anxiety problems, what do they give you? Zoloft, Valium, these ones. They have a pill for every thought virus. Because really, in reality, if you think about psychiatry, they have a pill for every thought virus, or at least the result, the manifestation of every thought virus. Well, what we want to do, David, is we want to give the thought vaccine so they don't need to have the pill to fix the result of these thought viruses. So, you know, we're not going to treat the symptom. We're going to treat the cause. And that is with the thought vaccine. I don't care what pills they give you. You're not.
0: I love that direction. Let's go even further. So we have somebody out there. We're not playing physician. We're not playing medical doctor. We're not prescribing. That's not what we're doing here. But let's talk to that audience many people are on some type of prescription medication in this in in the world right they have a thought you can even it doesn't have to be mental it could be physical my shoulder feels inflamed i need an advil i need an ibuprofen the first thought should be what then the first thought whether they take it the, we're not telling them not to take it or to take it but the the first thought is so my shoulder's inflamed my sh- i need an advil no my shoulder is recovering It's getting stronger.
1: And an Advil is going to help it recover faster because it's going to reduce inflammation, you know, but there's no problem with it. We're not going to make that our solution. We're just going to make that part of our program, you know? So I'm no doctor and I'm not going to tell people to not take their pills, but I have friends who have been suffering from anxiety for 20 years and they've been on a half a dose of of, uh, Xanax for 20 years. Well, I'm sorry, that's going to numb, that's going to numb the senses at some level. And Unless you start working on, well, rather than working on the cause of anxiety for 20 years, they just, they use this half a pill of Xanax. Well, imagine if they'd taken that same energy and done some mental work and and used these thought vaccines where they'd be now after 20 years, rather than just treating it with a
0: pill. You know, I, I grew up with a sick father and I also working in the field of healthcare, I have thoughts about my own health and that can cause anxiety. I'm not shy to add this in. If it could help anybody, great. A lot of times, first thought, if I have a a symptom that concerns me about something greater, instead of jumping and saying, oh no, got to go see the primary care doc, got to get this checked out. The first first thought now, John, is I am perfect health. No matter what, even if they're something i'm still perfect health why because my body knows how to heal and even if you have to go get some help with that
1: healing that still needs to be your primary cause so we go back to what earl nightingale said only talk about your health if it's good unless you're talking to your doctor now you know i'm of the belief spirit or whatever we're talking about works through the doctors too so i'm not against going to a doctor they can help our healing you know i'm not against uh, i think trainers and i think all
0: these people can be a huge and 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 us physical therapists you know don't forget about Uh, okay you come to the physical therapist and you know you talk. You come to Dave and Dave's going to tell you, look, I don't want to hold your hand. I want to get you on your way and back on your journey. 1% of your week, you're here with the PT. 99% of the time you're on your own and that's the damn way it should be, right? But the thought, the the idea of me not having any ability to help with that would be silly though, right? Of course, I can give good energy like you're saying. So we're not talking about replacing the doctor, replacing the, the medication that could help you. We're talking about utilizing thought to help yourself the most. And certainly not to hinder yourself.
1: You know, that's what I used to do. I could just, I'd have the initial symptom and then I would just start feeding on it. Oh my God, you know, my, my back's going out. Oh, my back's going out. I start to claim it, claim it, claim it. And then it would prolong it, you know, and, it, and it, it took me a long time until I had some big aha moments or where I started claiming the
0: opposite. Just to end this here to summarize it up. We have a listener out there. They have all the thought viruses in the world on top of them because things are not good right now. They're in pain. They have a big journey ahead, whatever it is, you know, a lot of negative thoughts going through the head. First step, very first step. You know, that ping pong example you gave. What's the first step? Number one.
1: The first step, first step is the acknowledgement that you're in that place right and say okay I accept this and now the second step is where do you want to be and that's you know I find a lot of people's problems is not knowing or understanding exactly what they want so they know they want to heal but they don't know that it's health they want for instance you know so as we need these principles these foundational principles really set forth in our mind and, and you're seeing it in your life now and you're someone who has had a tendency towards hypochondria and maybe if something bad happens to think oh my god you know a headache is from a brain tumor i got a brain tumor because i have a slight headache catastrophizing i, l- I love that and we just want to avoid that well when you have these foundational principles you start to rely on them more you know so now that health is what what are you you're, you're 50, 60 days in doing this meditation on a daily basis. Well, now your default thought is starting to become health rather than brain tumor.
0: The mind. Renewing the mind. So for those out there that have the weight of the world of thought, negative thought viruses on you, it's okay. John and I were there. Okay. And and many people that John and I work with are there. We're there. You're not anywhere foreign. You're, You're not anywhere that you can't get out of. You're going to get out of it. You have to acknowledge it, like John said, and then start filling yourself with our thought vaccines. Yeah, you're only
1: a thought away. You know, the reset breath, thank you, I love you. We're only a thought away from being back on track.
0: I love that. We're a thought away from being back on track. I think that's going to get a tagline there. John, thank you as always. You're always enlightening. I always learn from you and I love having a free-flowing conversation about such amazing things with you, man.
1: All right, David, let's do it again soon.